Welcome to the Supremely Intercontinental Puckcast, a podcast about fake little hockey guys. I'm your host, Ian Constable, GM of the Banff Rockies. Nerd! Welcome to the Puckcast, everyone. On today's show, we're going to be talking about the prospects in the European division with GM Matt Birch of the Calgary Mustangs. Let's get started. Mustangs, Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing excellent. This, of course, is part two of our four-part series. We're going to be looking at the European division prospects today around the SICHL. And we're going to get started right away here. Let's go to Bruno. So uh, who, who, did, who does Bruno have in their top five for their prospects? They have... Uh... At number one, they have Samsonov, Yoli, uh, Dawson Mercer at number two, Casey Middlestad at number three, uh, Braden Tracy at number four, and Carl Henriksen at number five. Okay, and we will preface this by saying these were two weeks ago who they had at these points. Uh, we either they have not updated or, or uh or we missed an update, but this is what they had two weeks ago. And this is also what they had. I'm able to see their top 10. So I'll go see, I'll say what they had after that. Uh, but this is, again, it hadn't updated for me from uh, two weeks ago. So Sam Colangelo, Alexander Volkov, uh, Riley Sutter, Gabriel Fortier, and Taro Corozzi. So the Berno Barons. Bob is doing a great job there. You know, I really like that Casey Millstat uh, at my first ever draft, the 2017 summit. I was actually, I was really hoping I could get into the top. Uh, I thought if I got into the top eight, I might be able to pick him up. Uh, I wasn't able to make my way into the top eight. And uh, Mike Franciscini will tell you differently that I had a chance to get to number seven. Let's, let's skip away from that and who I could have picked at seven and who he did pick at seven. But uh, I really like Casey Millstat. He's starting to pick it up this year, but I think the, best player on this entire list is actually their number who they have rated number two and that's Dawson Mercer how about yourself yeah I have to agree he's uh he's looking pretty good there I mean uh he's got really solid goalie prospects mm -hmm. Samsonov's okay and then uh and then you got Stuart Skinner down there too yeah. who, he, he could be something uh yeah no good goalie uh Dawson Mercer is a good piece to build around uh, could be a score in middle stat. Hopefully, coming back from that injury, mm -hmm. it'll, uh, it'll turn out to be turn out to have a good season. Absolutely. And you mentioned Stuart Skinner. I was really surprised he wasn't in his top ten, let alone his top five. Uh, Stuart Skinner having a great year uh, in the other league, and uh, he he uh, for me he'd easily be in their top five for sure. Uh, another guy I noticed on this one, a guy that I really liked uh, was Elmer Soderblom. Six foot eight forward playing in the SHL. He as a 20-year-old at six foot eight, he has 21 goals already this year. Uh, he has had a breakout year, and man, he has got good hands. Um, and you say for a six foot eight guy, he's got good hands, let alone I don't care what size you are. That guy has good hands, and man, when he uh sticks that leg out to drive to the net and uh nobody can nobody can get him down, he just he's there. So I really like that Elmer Soderblom guy. 
Uh, anybody else? He's a, yeah, he's a, he's a rare specimen for sure. Uh, (laughs) I can just imagine the future where, uh, you know, playing opposite of Dawson Mercer, maybe (laughs) he just stands stands in front of the net while Dawson Mercer just, you know, weaves around people. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Um, could we see a, a forward to Dano Chara, somebody that who, who uh, people weren't so sure the first two years to of uh, of his career um, when he was uh, you know when he after he was drafted, uh, people thought yeah he's good, but uh, did anyone really expect him to be like this good? So could Elmer Soderblom have something in him? I mean, if he has fifty percent of what Zidane Chara has. Uh, that's absolutely amazing. But anyways, uh, I also liked uh, Nikolai Nizov. He's had some injury troubles this year in the other league, but he's actually a very good like defensive uh, defenseman there in uh, in San Jose and that other one. And uh, Jacobs Borrell, who will always re- be remembered for um, for being picked instead of guys like Shabbat and Parzal and and all those others in uh, in that great draft in I think it was 2015. But uh, still a good solid. Uh, defenseman uh, can move the puck well, so uh, he's got a couple more guys there. Yep, I uh, you know, kind of behind the scenes here, I I was hoping that uh, Kanezev would drop to me. He, mm. I think he got picked like maybe two spots before I picked. Uh, I think I picked uh, Zach Jones uh, in that draft, so yeah, not a bad pick yeah. there. But also, I would rather have Kanezev. <laughs> <laughs> He, you know what? He's a guy that's really going to fit well if the sim doesn't, if the sorry, if the uh, rates don't change. Uh, he's that defenseman that people covet, right? It's going to be very good defensively, and um, and that just uh, plays to this uh, to this sim sometimes. Yeah, definitely a type of defenseman that uh, San Jose seems to really yeah. covet. They 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 got Eric Carlson, and they just want more. It seems like. Right. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to uh, Dublin. Of course, Ryan uh, Ryan Torrey, the Dublin Shamlo- Shamrocks, really added a humongous piece to his uh, his prospect pool. Uh, that's their number one guy. Do you want to go through their top five? Yep, yep. He had a big upgrade. Uh, he already updated his list, as far as I can tell. Thank you, Ryan. Yep. Um, number one is Peyton Krebs, of course. Uh, and then number two, he has... Matt Belalta, Philly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, number three is Philip Larson. Number th- uh, four is Magnus Krona. Yeah. And number five is Connor Dewar. Excellent. Yeah. And then he follows that up with Ryder Rolston, uh, Nico Hotenen, Raphael Harvey Bernard, and Carter Mazur. So another, you know, solid couple guys there moving in there after those top five. Ryder Rolston, uh, I remember looking at him um, when he was drafted. I was, I was definitely looking at him in that draft, and uh, he got taken before I took before I could take him. But so well done, Ryan. Um, a guy that I didn't see on that list who who I like a lot, and I, I think um, will fit really nicely in with Ryan's team really soon is Valtteri Pustinen, who's doing quite well, I think, in the in the league. I think he's close to a point a game over there. So um, uh, Valtteri Pustinen, I believe, in the league. Anyways, I'll, I'd have to double-check on that. And then uh, he's also got Mason Primo. Mason Primo hasn't had the uh, the start to his career that uh, I don't think that we kind of expected. But uh, 
but he's still he's got some definitely has some pedigree there. So yeah. Um, Anybody else you notice in Dublin? I really like. Uh, uh, you might be familiar with uh, Adam Fantilli. Oh yeah. Uh, his teammate plays for or is a, a Dublin asset. Uh, Jackson Blake. Uh, he is pretty good. He's got 66 points in 50 games for the Chicago Steel. Oh, nice. And uh, he, he looks like he could be a good one. He's leading him in points right now, actually. Okay. But, uh, yeah, yeah and... I, I like him quite a bit. I think he could honestly be a top 10. Uh, oh. yeah, pretty raw, Absolutely. but still. Yeah, he's got a couple guys there for sure that could add into that. But uh, like you said, right off the start there, Peyton Krebs, uh, number one with a bullet. That that guy is fantastic and uh, going to be a great player for Dublin down the road. Um, yeah, that was a nice uh, nice pickup in that move by Ryan um, to pick up Krebs and and a couple other pieces in that one. Velada actually came over in that deal as well, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so. that was yeah. I didn't have him on the list two weeks ago, and he right. popped up there. So like, <laughs> I'll, yeah, he yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's uh, move on over to Hamburg, the Hamburg Gladiators. And uh, Henry Ski has amassed an absolute powerhouse of prospects and guys who are just guys who would, are just playing, right? They're just, just playing and playing really well. But uh, this team, he is, he is stuck to his guns. He is not moving these guys. Uh, I have inquired many times about many players, and uh, good on Henry. He he is going to be a powerhouse for sure. Uh, let's start off with a top five there for for Hamburg. Okay, I got uh, Luke, uh, Lucas Raymond number one, of course. Uh, number two, Bowen Byram. Number three, Jeremy Swayman. Uh, number four, Manny Beniers. Number five, Scott Perunovich. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and I, I can keep going. For... <laughs> yeah, right. For sure. And and who I had uh, down there from his um, from his top 10 list at least two weeks ago was Arthur Kaliev, number six, Toppy Nimala, number seven, Ryan McLeod, number eight, Jackson Lacombe, number nine, and Alexei Haimosalmi um, at yeah. number 10. Yeah. Right. Uh, so guys I noticed not on this list. And it's tough to make this list, but yeah. uh, but two guys stuck out at me right away, uh, and that was Pavel Dorofayev, uh, Ford, and then uh, Ronan Seeley. And I know Ronan Seeley was picked really late in that other league. Uh, I was very high on Ronan Seeley, and I was quite jealous of Ryan when he, uh, sorry, of um, Henry when he picked him up, um, and he showed it this year, man, like making the junior team, Canadian junior team. Uh, and he's that do-it-all defenseman. And those guys are exactly what you want in our league, right? Those do-it-all defensemen, they yep. are going to um, they're going to do you well for a long, long time. So I think he's got an absolute gem in Ronan Seeley. I did try to – I did ask him immediately after he had picked him. I was like, so would you want to kind of <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. um, make a little, you know, bump it up, like get a – get a little a better pick than where you picked him for for next year but no he was not moving on Ronan Seeley he uh he liked them a lot as well so yeah. um yeah good on him and I have a number of other guys but did anybody else jump out at you that wasn't oh I it's yeah it'll be here a while but I I mean I really like Namala but you mentioned him uh yeah. 
Samuel Canasco is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he uh, Daniel Torgerson, mm-hmm. uh, Landon Slaggart, Rhett Pitlick, Alex Passion. Uh, yeah, and then he's got a goalie tucked away, uh, Russian one, Kirill uh, Gerasimiyuk. He is. It's he's just in the MHL, but uh, I don't believe he's lost a game yet. Oh wow! <laughs> and he had nine thirty-two save percentage. Yeah. So I mean, That's right. <laughs> it's it's in the positive direction for sure. Uh, Pretty average. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, and and my own personal opinion, I'd probably have Matty Veneers up at number two. Yeah. The guy, the guy is pretty awesome too. Like <laughs> he's. All, all, all Henry needs to do is let them develop, and he'll, oh. he'll, he'll run this league. So absolutely, <laughs> so so good. And I mean, he's gonna have one of the right now what's looking like one of the top five uh, goalies next year, and he's one of his prospects. And he might be one of the top five goalies in the, in the all of the SICHL and uh, Jeremy Swayman. Yeah. Um, just, just fantastic yeah. in that other league this year, of course. Um, wow. And then some other guys that, you know, just don't even make our mention list there, like uh, Simon Holmstrom, Jake Wise, Alex Passion is a point of, point of game guy in at 19 years old in the VHL. Now, that's professional hockey in Russia, um, and that is hard to do at, at 19 because they don't often count on um, the kids in uh, in their pro leagues over there, so... Point of game guy. He's a, he's a, short, a small guy. He's only five foot seven, but it doesn't matter. It, in today's game, you can be five foot seven, and it, if you can put the puck in the net, if you can move that puck, um, then then uh, you can make it for sure. Casper uh, Pudio, really like that him as a defenseman. You mentioned Nazko, uh, captain the Slovakian team, and will probably captain them again in this summer at the World Juniors. Um, and that Slovakian team is actually quite good. So. Uh, Simon to to be the captain of that team is is pretty good as well, and I don't know if we mentioned them already. Uh, the two guys that are only twenty and twenty one years old, but of course cannot be on this list because they played way more than fifty games in the SICHL. But Rasmus Dahlin and Martin Nikash. Yep, yep, oh. they're pretty good. I uh, yeah. I may have uh, inquired about Dahlin a couple times. <laughs> Henry knows. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this that's this is this is a powerhouse that is waiting to just explode, and I think it's going to happen next year with a goaltending link they'll have, and then with the Raymond and just all these other guys. Just yeah, this is it's going to be a great one. Well done, Henry. Well done. All right, let's move on to Havana, uh, and for a team that has been at the top of the standings for the last number of years, to have some of these guys on here that he has uh, is uh, pretty disgusting, actually. Um, (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Pretty upset looking at this group because uh, this is pretty good. So how about his top five there that he had? Let's see. Jeff has Keppo Kakinen at number one, Mm -hmm. uh, Thomas Harley at number two, Ronnie Hervinen at number three, Igor Afanasayev at number four, and number five is Olin Zellweger. Um, Jeff, I think you need to make a change there. I yeah. think your number five guy needs to move to number one with a bullet for sure. Yeah, uh, right? he's not he's not worth anything. Just move him to number ten and maybe yeah. maybe maybe trade him. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he didn't uh, didn't receive any offers on Olin Zellweger lately. Not at all. Not from anyone that's on this call from either side. No. But um, and, or or uh, from around the entire league. But uh, anyway, so his number six was Josh Mohura. Number seven, he had David Ferentz. Number eight, Vladislav Kolyachonk. I do not know how to say that last name. I hope I didn't butcher it. Frederick Allard at uh, number nine and Jake LeCision at number 10. Uh, anybody stick out at you not being in that top 10? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it sounds like it's, it's basically nailed it. Uh, I didn't really have anybody down the list that I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't realize he had him or, you know, that guy needs to be ranked. Maybe Justin Janicki, mm-hmm. probably. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. I like Sam Steele. Um, Sam yeah. Steele has not played 50 games yet in the SICHL, so um, I might put him somewhere in there. The other guy was Sam Montembeau, who's having a – well, he's not – he's playing. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's playing. playing. In, in, in the other league. And it's, and I have to say, it's, it's not his fault. No, it's not. <laughs> Yeah. It's not all his fault. <laughs> no, no, exactly. Not all his fault. And I mean, I have somebody playing a lot worse or that played there in the same team in the other league uh, and has done a lot worse. So Sam Montebo actually has, has come forward uh, pretty well in that other league. So uh, in, in comparison to uh, the other young young goalie that we won't mention um, that really took his his, uh, his numbers are going to take a big dive next year on this on the re-rate. The guy that I'm I'm thinking of from another team that uh, I won't mention. Um, Yeager Zamula. I think uh, he's a guy that could surprise down the road um, and be that ex- again, that guy that, that everybody's looking for that, uh, that a good defensive rating uh, defenseman, uh, big guy can actually move the puck. Um, if I remember correctly, he wasn't drafted. Uh, so nice pickup by Jeff uh, in free agency uh, yep. to pick up Yeager Zamula. Yeah, I will say he does have a couple of years back everybody's favorite offensive defenseman on there, uh, David Ferrans. Yes, so yes. I don't, I don't know what his status is these days, but uh, yeah. I know he hasn't made the pros yet. But you never know. Still yeah, a dark number, horse. That's right. Number seven could move up the list a bit, but uh, but definitely I'd be looking at uh, that top five and who who could. I mean, Capo Kakinen is a is a really good goalie. Thomas yep. Harley, a great defenseman as well. Um, but, yeah, I think Olin could move up. All right, let's move on from Havana. I'm tired of uh, talking about them. <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> All right, let's move to London. Now, okay. their number one player surprised me and it didn't at the same time. Who, who, did, uh, who did Michael Oram have um, for his top five? As of uh, a couple of weeks ago, anyways. Uh, number one, he had a future Hall of Famer, Liam, Liam Kirk, and that's the uh, that's Hall of Fame in the United Kingdom, not a, not over here. Uh, number two, Shane Bowers. Number three, Jet Wu. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, Riley Tuft. Number five, Michael DiPietro. Okay, and so on my list, as it was a, from a couple of weeks ago and it did not update, I had... Jake, he had Jake Bean at number two and Oliver Wallstrom at number five. Of course, those two have um, graduated from the SSHL prospects as playing more than 50 games. Uh, but he, after DiPietro, he also had Ryan O'Rourke, Lucas Cormier, 
and Braden Schneider. So that rounded up out his top 10. I put all three of those to the top of the list. It is like Braden Schneider right to number one. Um, and Ryan O'Rourke and Lucas Cormier, I'd put right there pretty close, like um, excellent players. And I'd, I'd have them up there. I, I know why he has Kirk, obviously, uh, number one. And, <laughs> and and I like that. You know, that's yeah. uh, that's a lot of the fun of our league is uh, people Doing picking what you want. for names and, and uh, picking for their country. However... Liam Kirk has definitely outplayed his draft, um, his draft position in that other league. And uh, I assume, I can't remember off the top of my head, I assume he got picked a little bit earlier than that spot in ours by, uh, by Michael. But uh, I think he's, he's, uh, he's probably um, outproduced that too in, um, in real life. So, so good on, uh, good on Michael to grab that, uh, that, English superstar in <laughs> Liam Kirk. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, um, anybody? We didn't, we didn't have to do a lot of finagling on this list. I think Mike. <laughs> I think Michael should just give us his login so we can just adjust his list for him. <laughs> right. <laughs> but anybody uh, that wasn't on this list that uh, you noticed? Um. So he he's got a lot of D, a lot of good D. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and then at front. What is he got? Sam Eskavich and yep. Korzak, Ryder Korzak. Mm-hmm. They're pretty they're pretty good prospects. Uh but yeah, it's mainly just defense. Uh Michael, he's been pretty good at drafting goalies. I guess he's shifted to uh defense nowadays. But uh <laughs> Shellington, O'Rourke, uh Cormier, Honka is in there. Uh Ryan Ufko and Braden Schneider are all pretty solid. Has Shellington not played a, a fifty SACHL game? I, yeah. I just checked and I didn't see that he did. It looks like he's okay. only played. He's only played two. <laughs> well, I mean, Shillington could move to number one, right? Like Shillington has just like been lights out this year in that other league. Absolutely. Yep. So he, he I mean, right is there, awesome. yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm not biased in that other league at all, but <laughs> um, but I would definitely say Shillington could move. And honestly, like he really has had a good, good, good year. Um, yeah. Uh, which yep, was, I, I mean, I, I would like him as a player, but I, that was, I was even, I was even surprised this year with that. So, uh, I like Brett Leeson as well. He's got, a, he's got Brett Leeson there at forward, and he's got three goalies in Hugo Anfelt, Eustace Anunen, and Lucas Parik, who all have a decent shot at being a uh, a good goalie uh, in the SICHL down the road. So, uh, but right. all three quite young, but um, all, you know, with. Uh, they come highly touted, of course, and um, yeah, he's. You were mentioning he's he's kind of a goalie machine there. Um, yeah, he's got three good ones there, and uh, I don't know if you met. You said a lot of defensemen there. Did you mention Jordan Harris? I did not. I missed okay, him. So yeah, there's another one there. So, anyways, so anyways, yeah, he's uh, he's got a number of pieces there for sure. Yep. All right, let's move on to Reykjavik and who. And the, yep. the draft, the, oh, sorry, the draft guru, Sylvain yeah. Tremblay, absolutely. Uh-huh. Uh, here's another guy who picks at the end of the round, and and not just the, at the end of the round, but will pick guys in the fourth round or or things like that, that are that become absolute superstars. So you might have one of those uh, somewhere in your in the, his top five. Yeah, he's he's definitely a drafting machine. He's really good. Uh, I don't know. How you pronounce this number one guy? So I think we'll just skip him. 
Uh, I'll give it a shot. Kyrol uh, Kaprizov. How about that? Sure. Uh, <laughs> pretty good. Uh, number two, Nick Robertson. Uh, number three, Dylan Gunther. Number four, Jonathan Bergren. Number five, Ozzy Weisblatt. Yeah. And I think these are, I don't think, I think uh, that uh, Sylvain has been spot on in keeping this up to date. He's got uh, Francesco Pinelli next at six, Jack Dugan at seven, Jack Pert at eight, Ivan Morozov at nine, and William DeFour at uh, number 10. It's hard right. to argue with that top 10. It really is. Um, yeah, he, so, he has a couple people, other players. Yeah. Some people might put Gunther ahead of Robertson. I would not personally. I love Nick Robertson, and I was uh, I was really hoping to grab him uh, in his draft year. I I picked Bobby. I had Bobby Brink myself. I had him uh, mid first round, and I got him. I think nineteen or twenty or something like that. Um, yeah. To a couple a couple people, like what the heck? <laughs> and I mean, he still may not even turn out. You never know. Um, but. Um, I had Nick Robertson right with him, and uh, when when um, when he grabbed Nick Robertson, I was quite ticked off actually. So, <laughs> not ticked off, but just jealous, I guess. Um, I love Nick Robertson. I think he is going to bust out um, very soon in in that other league. Uh, he, yep. Yeah. Just, just put put him on a line with Matthews. <laughs> yeah, he's he's on such a deep team that it's tough for him to crack some good. Um, some good time, some some uh, good minutes on that team, and and then and then he goes plays well down in the in the in the minors. But uh, he is, uh, I th- he's that guy that is just, he's a great two way player. He's sneaky good taking the puck away from you. Um, I really like Nick Robertson there. Uh, some guys that I noticed that were not on this list: uh, Brett Berard. I might put Brett Berard in the somewhere in that top ten. Uh, Brett Brard, I think he has a point. Of, he's at a point of game in the NCAA this year, uh, and he was on that uh, U.S. World Junior team this year, and I thought he looked fantastic and was a guy that's just disturbing everything out there. Not a big guy, but boy, he is just disturbs everything, and he puts up good numbers. So uh, Martin Kromiak, a really good player there. Jonathan Dugan, another one. Uh, 2017, my first year in the league. I really wanted you know really want it but I, I wanted Jonathan Dugan uh I would if I didn't have a fifth round pick and I was just oh I'm gonna grab this guy nobody nobody's picking this guy there isn't talk, any talk on this guy no of course who takes him yeah um yeah so leave um, it to Sylvain to snipe you yeah exactly uh Akil Thomas as well Cross Hannes in yep. goal Arthur Silovs and Michael Burden um really well done yep yep I got uh I mean, you pretty much named all the names that I had written down. Uh, Ethan Cardwell is also mm-hmm. uh, he's pretty good. Uh, uh, uh and uh, yep. defenseman Simeon Chistikov. Yep, he's he's pretty good too. And uh, yeah, just solid as usual. Uh, <laughs> well done, Zelane. Yeah, wouldn't expect anything less, of course. Well done, well done is right. Maybe uh, soon that uh, Kaprizov guy will come off the list. <laughs> yeah, well, he has played two games now, right? In the right. SACHL, four yep. points, two games, four points. Yeah, he might have played. Uh, no, a no, no. Now, but... I'm, I'm looking now. Five games. Oh, okay. Six points. Okay, all right. Well, he's slowing down. He's yep. only one point two points per game. So, uh, you know, 
and he, he better go back down to the minors. Yeah, he needs uh, to work on his game. <laughs> he needs to work on his game. That's right. Okay, let's move on to Stockholm. Uh, Stockholm Cougars, and this is a this is a list. Wow, this is a team. And I think we're going to be talking about some guys that are not on this list, but why don't you start off with their top five? Okay, top five. Uh, Alexi Lafreniere, uh, Alex Newhook, Jaron McIsaac, Nolan Foote, and Artemi Kanaizev. Okay, and then I only found three more for him, and that was Uro Vakarainen, uh, Kale Clegg, and Nikita Okotuk. Ok- this is when I had trouble with Okotuk. Um, that were on his 10 list. And so uh, I think some guys might have been traded away or or something. But I have a couple of guys, and I think you probably do too, that could <laughs> could could probably make this list. And I mean, yeah. this is a good list. Don't get me wrong. Like, wow, like Lafreniere and Newhook. And, you know, there's some Nolan Foote, Jared McIsaac, good players. Artemi Nizev is going to be a, a solid offensive defenseman for sure. Uh, but... There's a couple guys, one in particular, who could even push Lafreniere. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I, I agree. Uh, I, I think that uh, a case can be made at this point that maybe he could have even gone number one in the draft last year. Um, but uh, we're talking about Luke Hughes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, he's, he's looked even better than when he was drafted. And yeah. he's kind of... I think some would say outplayed the number one pick, uh, yeah. you know, in power. Mm-hmm. Um, number one pick in the other league, of course. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I would put him, I mean, with, I mean, Lafreniere, he's coming into his own a little he bit is. now. But if, if you ask me, I mean, if it was Lafreniere from last year, I would probably maybe think about Hughes at number one for sure on this list. Um, but no, I, I, number one, number two for Hughes would be good. Um, and then I got, uh, Nikita Chibrikov, mm-hmm. who I would probably have in the top 10 as well. You know, if I didn't have a list like this, but, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and let's see who else, Sammy Poulin, Lucas Reichel, probably definitely a top 10 player there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Jan Kuznetsov, uh, yeah, all all solid prospects, all good, good futures. Lucas Reichel, I love Lucas Reichel, absolutely. Chipperkov, I have Alex Formanton, who I think might make this list. Yeah. Um, John Ludwig, I think, is uh, an underrated guy on defense. Um, they just picked up Ty Smith, but he's played sixty-four games. I was gonna, I was gonna mention him. Then I noticed that he'd actually played sixty-four games in the SACHL. Um, but wow, what a player to to you know go along with this group, uh, yep. and then and Nathan Smith, who was leading the NCAA for a while this year in scoring, uh, finished second in scoring in the NCAA this year. Uh, he he's another guy that could make a top ten list anywhere. Uh, goalies, he's got a number of goalies. Akira Schmid, uh, Akira Schmid is a good young goalie, uh, and then you've got Prospetev, Konovalov, so he's got some goalies there as well. Nope. Yeah. Wow. A good, good group there in Stockholm. That is going to be another solid group moving forward. The European division could be, it's already got some great teams there. Uh, it could be an absolute <clears throat> powerhouse real soon. Yeah. Pretty scary. The 
the power is shifting. Well, not Havana's power, but I guess technically they're not European anyway, are they? Yeah, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna ask. You know, I we just, looked into this. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's something that I, I'm surprised they haven't heard anything about in this league uh, about a European division. With you know, when I think of those uh, those the classic European beautiful cities of London and and Paris and Havana, uh-huh. um, <laughs> I don't know. Is there is there something something odd here? I think uh, Jeff needs to write a story, an article about uh, Havana's acceptance in the European Union. Maybe. Yeah, uh, that would be yeah. excellent. <laughs> just to, would, just I... keep, just to, for immersion, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, I mean, they do what speak Spanish there, so yeah, uh, so yeah, anyways. Uh, all right, so as so looking at these teams, uh, I put together a top three of actually a top four because I, I, there was one team that was so close to the top three that I just couldn't leave their names out, but uh, a, a top three uh, group of, of top three teams for their prospects for the European division. Um, I'll just go through them if that's okay. Sure. All right. So, uh, number, I'll go number four then. Number four to start, Berno. They were really close to that number three spot. Uh, Dawson Mercer, fantastic player there. Um, Samsonov is is going to get it going, and and that guy is a great goalie. Uh, Middlestat, I've always liked him. Stuart Skinner, and then he's got guys like Braden Tracy, Carl Henriksen, Colangelo, um, and a number of other guys. And again, Soderblom, who uh, who I think will uh, be a big hit in next year in the other league. And then go to number three. This is who they were close to, but I have Reykjavik, number three. Uh, Reykjavik, of course, Kirill Kaprizov, um, almost cheat code there really, but <laughs> yeah. you got Nicholas Robertson, like I said, and, and they have Dylan Gunther um, and just a bunch of others. Uh, but yeah, really big top three there for them at number two, Stockholm. We got Lafreniere and uh, Luke Hughes is a one, a one B pairing. Then, then uh, Alex Newhook, uh, Lucas Reichel, Chibrikov, Alex Formanton, uh, <laughs> Nathan Smith, Sam Poulin and then all those goalies. Wow. What a yeah. what a great group there too at two. And then number one, Hamburg. Hamburg, look, look, these top four are just they blow me away in Lucas Raymond, Bowen Byram, Jeremy Swayman, and Matthew Bernier's. And uh Kaliev and, and Nimala. You mentioned Nimala as a is a like a favorite player of yours. And uh absolutely what an awesome defenseman. And Kaliev, that that guy's going to score a lot of goals. And we, we know that we can never get a, enough uh, high-end scores in this league. So uh, what an amazing group. And then, and there's so many more, so many more. Uh-huh. So, yeah. That's what happens when you draft low <laughs> or draft high <laughs> for years and years and years. Yeah. All right. You want my list? Sure. Uh, look, I, I actually ended up giving uh, London the edge to Berno. So I have London at number four. Okay. Uh, I really like Brandon Schneider, um, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of raw talent, I would say. But you know, then you have Shellington in there as well that kind of boosts them. I, I put them yeah. ahead of Bruno for now. Um, number three, I put Havana. Um, yeah, I feel like he's kind of emptied the cupboard a little bit. He probably would have been lower if it wasn't for Zellweger, but uh, mm-hmm. 
and Kakinen, I mean, he is a prospect, but he's, you know, he's practically a, a, a backup goalie that <laughs> I don't know if I would consider a prospect, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's got good players for sure. And, uh, <laughs> And they're my number three. Number two, I put, uh, or not number two, number three. Okay, hang on. I messed my list up here. <laughs> I actually went five instead of four. But okay. anyway, my next one up was uh, the Riders. Um, they just, they have great talent. They got Kaprizov, for some reason, still is a prospect. <laughs> and, uh, uh yeah, just a lot of great players on that team, and they're going to be dangerous for years to come. And Sylvain, he is pretty good about holding on to his good players, good young players, and it's hard for him to make a deal, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, second place, I got Stockholm, uh, Lafreniere, and then Luke Hughes, really, he's just looked awesome, as expected. Um, and, yeah, Tom's building himself a nice little team there. Yeah, and then, of course, like you, Hamburg, number one. Uh, like it, It's hard to argue with what they got going on over there. Um, I, I honestly, I mean, they'd probably be number one in the whole league, I would think, right? Yeah, uh, they might be, right? Yeah, I, I don't no, know of anybody else that has such no. a, a stockpile. Maybe, maybe Boston, but maybe not. I, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's they are just they are just absolutely loaded, yep. loaded. So, yeah, I mean they they have guys. They're they're ten outside their top ten would easily be almost everybody's in everybody's top ten, right? Uh, in around the entire league. So, uh, yeah, they're they're that deep, um, yep. and and just filled with extremely high end talent as well. So, uh, Hamburg looks awesome for the future and lots of these teams do we were talking about lots of great players here um that was you know this this group uh the last group we had we had uh you know maybe some teams that hadn't uh hadn't picked in a long time and so their their cupboards were kind of bare but there's no teams in this where we where we ended up saying no there's you know there's nobody here there's uh you know, the, every everybody here has uh, has some players that they can look forward to in the future. So that's really nice to see. Um, the European lo- division looks fantastic. Yep. I want to sure. really thank you, to, uh, Matt. This has been a lot of fun, and I know we had we had planned on doing this a couple weeks ago, and it just um, things got things got crazy in real life, and uh, and so I really appreciate you uh, doing it again here with me this time, and. Uh, um, yeah, thanks for yeah. coming on. Yeah, no problem. Uh, glad we could uh, hook up and knock this out. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Matt Birch of the Calgary Mustangs, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, see you. Fantastic stuff, Matt. Thanks so much for coming on. All right, if you would like to be on the podcast, or if you have any ideas for the podcast, please DM me on Twitter at S-I-C-H-L Rockies, and I'd love to have you on. Also, that was episode two of the series, looking at the prospects around the S-I-C-H-L. We'll be coming out relatively soon with episode three, where we will look at the Canada East division uh, of the Canadian Conference. So if you'd like to be a part of that, let me know, and I'll talk to you all soon. Have a good one.